This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello once again and welcome to On Mic with Jordan Rich, where conversation is alive and well with creative people who have a lot to say and a lot to offer. Do you ever want to get away from it all? Do you ever want to escape? Well, now you can do it the fun and safe way at one of several escape room establishments popping up around the country. Well, I've invited a representative from one such organization to join me today. It's called Trapology Boston, Boston's favorite escape room. The mission to design fun and memorable experiences that bring people together. Founded and designed by a born and raised Boston team of very creative people, including Jason Loeb. He's going to talk all about the Trapology experience and why so many more people are getting into it, or getting out of it as the case may be. Jason Loeb from Trapology Boston joins us next right here on Mike. Let's talk a little bit before we get to your company, Trapology Boston, about the escape room scenario and, and what the origin of it is. I mean, it sounds like something that people have been playing for millions of years, sometimes for real. <laughs> Jason, tell me a little bit about what you know about the escape room philosophy. Escape rooms started, there's there's a debate whether or not they started in, in Eastern Europe, perhaps Budapest or in Japan. But the consensus is they probably started about 20 years ago, either either in Japan or Eastern Europe, and they started as games. They were called escape rooms. And the reason they were called escape rooms is the original games, you were actually locked in a room. There was a, You were physically prohibited from leaving, leaving due to there being a lock on the door. And there were all these puzzles in the room, and you had to go through, solve these puzzles, and eventually, hopefully, find a key to let yourself out. And... They found a, a popularity and a foothold in the U.S. about eight, ten years ago. And that's, that's when Americans started learning about escape rooms. I would say the first escape rooms in the U.S. that, that really became popular were about nine years ago. Uh, we opened about eight years ago. Oh, so you guys are right on the cutting edge. You, you we, got were, involved, we were but... early. That's yeah. And when we opened, I think there were, there were less than 10 companies in the U.S. Mm -hmm. doing this. So we i actually got dragged to play an escape room kicking and screaming it wasn't something that i was very excited about doing after i'd read about it uh and we played we played a room and it was nine of us uh it was my eight friends and myself and it was it was a lot of fun mm -hmm. we did not succeed at all we were so far from getting out but we had an amazing time because it was such a different experience going out with your friends and doing something different. Well, it's about collaboration, and uh, I know it's not about taking your Google apparatus in with you to figure out how to get out of things, right? It's, yeah, it's absolutely. using Everything your common you sense. That's right. Everything you need is inside the room. So it's it's an hour. There's no digital devices in your face distracting you from interacting and in, in with you know with your friends. Uh, it's not sitting in a pub throwing pints back. It's not sitting in a movie. It's it's a very collaborative, interactive experience with your friends. And we left that experience. We sat in a bar and we argued about whose fault it was for the next two hours. And we loved it. So we walked out of that pub and we said, let's go find another game to play. And that was the only game in town. And for me, that was the moment where I realized, listen, I, as somebody that went into that experience, 
hating the concept that much and, and then leaving wanting more of it there had to, there, there there was definitely demand for more of this type of immersive entertainment what career path had you been on prior to this did you have uh, clear goals i yes i i i went to college i got my degree in accounting and <laughs> I was, I was an auditor i was an internal auditor for a company for a number of years and it was actually my boss who after a while just pulled me in his office and he said, listen, you don't, you don't have the right personality type for this. He says, I, I, your heart's not in this, you know, and I don't want you to wake up in 15 years, find yourself still in this line of work and hating yourself for it. So he said, you know, why don't you take the weekend and think about what you want to do with your life and, uh, and we'll talk next week. So I did, I walked in his office on Monday morning and I gave him my two weeks notice. And, uh, and it started my journey on trying to find what I wanted to do in life. And I just did anything and everything that interested me. Uh, I was a photographer for a while. I was uh, a pilot for a while. Wow. I was with an airline for a hot minute, you know, and, and this kind of just happened by accident where, where I went to experience a game and, and started down this path. And we've been building rooms and experiences on site and off site ever since, you know, it's been, it's been fantastic. You know, we do have a brick and mortar business where our games are at the Trapology location downtown Boston, but you know we do a lot of experiences offsite. You know, we I think our most one of our more visible projects is with Chris Evans. We did a collaborate collaboration with Chris Evans and Omaze to raise money. Uh, so we we did this viral video. I think if you just look up Chris Evans Escape Room, you'll see a project that we did with him. Uh, and building an escape room, putting people through an escape room experience that didn't know they're playing an escape room. Uh, we partnered with WGBH uh, a few years back to build a game to be play, played live on, on Twitch, where we had two sets of puzzles. One set of puzzles was being played by the physical players, and the other set of puzzles was in the Twitch chat box for viewers to actually interact and and solve puzzles and those puzzles in the chat box would impact the players in the game a lot of fun Let, let's talk about who's in this with you because you guys boast about the fact that you're locals and you're obviously having a blast doing this who are the people you teamed up with yeah so uh there's myself uh my wife she actually designed the first few puzzles first few games that we created uh, we have a, an ops manager, Tina. She's fantastic. We have a game designer, Mike. Uh, he designs all of our all of our craziness now, and he's he's amazing. Uh, and we have a build crew locally that that we use to help us build a lot of this stuff. And all the tech is all done in house by us. So it is definitely a Boston company yeah. that's all all built and designed here. Jason, let's talk a little bit about the idea generation. Is it like a, a sitcom, the writers' room? You guys sit around with coffee and and kick around ideas and develop them or does everyone bring something to the table and then you flush it's, it out? It's absolutely chaos. I, I think <laughs> a food fight would be more of the, the accurate way to describe it. We're just throwing spaghetti at each other and see what sticks to the wall. Uh, there is no one way to do it. I, I wish we had a formula for, that we could follow every time, but we have done, done things so differently with every game we've built. I think the first game we built was we just created a set of puzzles and then we try to figure out a story for it. And the second one, we thought, you know, let's really create immersive stories and then add puzzles into it. And the third one, we tried to do it in tandem. I mean, there has never been 
one way. I think there was one time we thought, hey, you know, we got some really cool tech here that we can use and, and really give players a wow moment. So we then start building the game around that. So there's never really been one method we followed for creating these games. It's just been absolute chaos every time. Uh, let's, but, let, let's address the demographics. Who are you attracting and what feedback do you get? Because to me, this is the kind of thing that I would love to do uh, at my tender old age. But I would imagine you get a lot of young people, or do you? What's the demo? Yeah, I would say the the majority of our customers are probably in that 18 to 40-year range. But with that said, when we opened, it was such a new industry, we really didn't know who we were going to be marketing to. And I think one of the greatest compliments we got was we have this one family that comes in every holiday season in December. And the grandmother pulls me aside one day. She's in the lobby and she says, hey, do you work here? I say, yeah. And she says, I just want to thank you for creating these amazing experiences. She says, you know, there's, I struggle every year to find something for the whole family to do, my grandkids, my kids, and myself. And when we found this place a few years ago, we absolutely loved it. She says, for me to be able to hang out and interact and play a game with my grandkids and everybody's engaged and not got a screen in their face is is absolutely amazing. It's now our annual tradition to come here and play a game all together. And wow. I thought that was incredible. That is cool. Let's uh, have you describe some of the games because there's a lot of attention to detail. A lot of it's funny, a little bit spooky. There, there are a lot of elements, but uh, describe some of the games to the audience. Yeah, um, our our newest game is The Witching Hour, and we have built, we actually built an app. We created an app thinking, let's create this little narrative story that you can play on your phone, and it gives you a bit of an introduction to this character, Jamie, and who Jamie is, and what's happened to Jamie. So, so you play, you can play this app, it's not required, but it's just a fun little prequel. Then you get to trap and then you can play the actual game in person. And that's when you realize Jamie's soul has been taken by a witch. And we've built a beautiful set with, you know, you start in a cabin and, and kind of go down the rabbit hole, if you will, of, of what's going on in the woods here. Uh, but these sets have gotten very, very elaborate over the years. People are expecting these Hollywood style sets. And that's that's what we aim to, to, to deliver. Uh, the Crushed Depth game, that's our submarine game, and that was a lot of fun to build. We we really wanted to build a, a submarine and make people feel like they're in a submarine, so we caved all the walls and curved the walls to give it that, that steel tube feel. You know, our goal really when building these things is to build sets and environments that people haven't experienced before or been in before. Yeah. Um, you know, being lost in the woods in a cave, being in a submarine, being in a science lab, being, you know, in... in well, what, in, what I love about this is it takes us out of uh, the one-dimensional world that we're watching on our video screens and our phones, and it puts us into the action. And, and that's why I was, I was wondering about the demographics. I'm thrilled to hear that a lot of younger people who are you know, texting all day long, are putting the phones down and doing this and probably getting a lot of uh, bang for their buck. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's it's even younger than that. We had a collaboration with, uh, with the Boston Celtics this past summer where we had built a, a pop-up small escape room experience for their junior Celtics basketball. And 
that, that I mean, it's a great program. It's it's a bunch of kids basically coming to learn basketball and and sort of uh, you know team building and, and that kind of kind of thing. And we built this experience, and we were talking to a lot of the coaches towards the end of that of that run, and they were telling us that you know they had some students that were really struggling to connect and really weren't into the basketball, the sports, and and weren't getting along with some of the coaches and maybe some of their other. Uh, teammates during during their time and then they would take them and put them through this little escape room experience where it was just a completely different scenario for them you know it wasn't it wasn't athletic based it was just puzzle based and sort of mental based and it was just they described a, a great sort of mental reset for these kids where they could engage them in a different way and the impact it had with with their attitude and mentality and bringing them back together and helping them work and shine in a different way, in a different way with their, with their other classmates in this junior academy, you know, where they could show areas that they could, you know, uh, excel in. Uh, if it was not physical, they could excel in, in mental areas and right. puzzle solving. And it was, it was amazing to hear stories like that. Jason, uh, when people visit your website, and we'll announce it at the end as well, trapologyboston.com, uh, they'll note, as I did, uh, that your attention to detail but also attention to safety is important. What would be the issue uh, if somebody is claustrophobic or has an issue with small spaces or certain yeah, things? You know, what, what do you, what gonna, do you want, want to warn people who may be a little susceptible? Uh, I would say, first and foremost, you're never actually locked in a room. Every door that leads to an exit, every exit is unlocked and has a flappy door handle that everybody is familiar with at any point in the time. If you are uncomfortable uh, or need to take a phone call or use the bathroom, you are welcome to open a door and walk out like you would at home. Um, so I, that's that's the preface I would say. Uh, I would also reassure everybody in that the city of Boston, the fire department, uh, goes to great lengths to make sure that what we're doing is is safe and up to code. And uh, you know, our goal is to make sure everyone has a comfortable and fun time with us. You know what's interesting too about uh, retail space? We all know what happened during the pandemic. So many stores and storefronts went empty. But you're making use in a major city of retail on the street space. That's how I found you guys. I was walking by and I noticed the sandwich board and I said, oh, let me follow up on this. And we're seeing more and more of this. There's another museum sort of downtown uh, near the downtown crossing area that these things are popping up. Do you see this as a trend going forward? Absolutely. You know, when we started, I wasn't sure if this was a long term thing or if it was going to be a flash in the pan with with regards to this type of entertainment. But what we found is there really is demand and people are looking for more and more immersive entertainment. They want experiences. I'm finding the younger generations aren't looking to spend money on tangible items. They don't want more stuff in their life. They want more experiences in their life. And that's where we can really fulfill fulfill that for people. The fact that you're always coming up with new variations is good for the returning customer. They want to come back and, and check it out. But can they return to a game that they've already played and uh, be assured that there's new challenge in that game? Is that the way it works? Unfortunately not. Replayability uh, has always been a challenge for escape room games. So we built six games, basically. Come try a game. Uh, we will help you uh, as best we can to succeed. We want everybody to succeed. 
but you know, it's win or fail, you're going to have a great time. With well, us. the fact that you got six and you're you're busy all the time means that there are people discovering it, new people, grandmas and such, <laughs> all the time, which is which is really awesome. Do you guys have any um, plans to expand to other locations? I know you mentioned doing things online, but what what's yeah. the future look like? Yeah, no, I would love to expand. It was it was our plan uh, before the pandemic. We actually had pen to paper for some new locations right uh, early 2020 when the pandemic hit and with uh, with all the news coming out we decided to drag our feet a little bit and thank goodness we did uh, so i think we're right back in that place again where we're looking to expand and open some more locations and bring this to, to more people in more areas well, I love the name trapology. Ology, of course, refers to the study of something, the study of traps and getting out of them. <laughs> and uh, whenever our minds are challenged, it's a good thing. It develops nerve endings and all that kind of connection that is so important. Listen, I, I wish you guys the best. I'm so cool to get to know what this is all about. And uh, I, I've been trapped in an elevator, so I know what that feels like. This sounds like a lot more fun. Jason Loeb, thank you so much, man, and good luck. Thank you, Jordan, for having me. I really appreciate it. Find out more about the escape room philosophy, how it works, why it's so much fun, and how you can get involved. Go to TrapologyBoston.com, TrapologyBoston.com. My thanks to Jason and his team of crazy people. I want to thank you for subscribing and downloading the podcast, and your multi-star ratings and reviews mean so much. Really appreciate that as well. Till next time, this is JR, as always, saying, be well so you can do good. Take care. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.